Hey guys, Paul here with Chop Shop Sports, and we are coming into another week of college football and NFL football, and we are here with Chop Shop Bets today to go over the weekend plays that you see on our Instagram posts uh, every week. Uh, we're currently watching the UCF uh, Louisville game. We got UCF at minus six and a half. If you were late to the party, you probably got UCF at seven. Uh, first thing I want to clear up one is the numbers matter uh, we are totally transparent with the picks um, what I post is what I play that's another thing too so with the number that I play uh, sometimes it'll be a half point I'm okay with but if that line moves a point point and a half and less specified otherwise uh, that recommendation may not be uh, completely accurate uh, uh, so try to get the lines uh, your bets in early uh, and when we post it uh, those are usually the most up-to-date. So the closer to the kickoff, the lines move typically anywhere from a half point uh, to a point when sharp money comes in on either side. Um, so that's the first thing. Lines, numbers matter when we when we make these plays. Uh, number two, a lot of people ask, do I make all these plays? I do. Everything I put on uh, the Chop Shop bets, I play or one of my cappers, uh, we will play. Um, that's something I do every week. So I just lock these picks in, uh, except for one that I'm waiting uh, for the line to move back, I, I think one of these lines will change before kickoff. Um, but we'll go over a lot of these numbers, and I'll give you some wiggle room um, if the lines do move. That's the benefit of doing a podcast versus just the Instagram post. Um, so lines, numbers matter, and yes, we play all these picks. Um, I wouldn't suggest them if I didn't believe in them. So that's how it works here. Uh, so yeah, let's jump right into it. UCF right now tied 21-21 uh, in the third quarter, but uh, still hope that they can at least uh, they'll cover with the six and a half and potentially push if you got seven. Uh, but let's look at today's actions. This will be released on Saturday. Um, we'll start in the college game. Uh, we're going to go first with a pick that um, I'm an Ohio State fan. A lot of people know that. I didn't like him last week, 14.5 against Oregon. Uh, that's why I didn't play him. I did tease him down, but I did not play 14.5. That number is way too high. Uh, this week, Ohio State is a 24.5 point favorite. Uh, and, and I think that that is going to be, um, I think that's a good line to take. They're playing Tulsa. Ohio State hasn't lost back to back games uh, since 2013. They haven't lost two at home since 1990. Um, you got to go way back to the time they lost to a team like Tulsa at home. Uh, and, and they're in a revenge game. They got a lot to prove. Uh, their college football playoff hopes are not done. Uh, so they need to come out with a statement victory against a bad, um, a, a weaker opponent. So 24 and a half, half a unit. That's our first college football play. Next, we're going to look at FSU. So obviously a lot of you saw the Thriller that was Notre Dame, Florida State with their fourth quarter comeback. Uh, and then you probably saw the play where they lose to Jacksonville State last weekend. They're a four and a half point dog against Wake Forest. And I think this line is is has a lot of value because a lot of people are going to look at that Jacksonville State game and think the Florida State against Notre Dame was a fluke. Uh, they still should have won against Jacksonville State and, and Florida State's not as good as we thought. 
after beating Notre Dame. And I think Notre Dame's not as good as people thought, um, as they should have lost to Toledo last week. Um, but yeah, this overreaction gives us a good line. Four and a half uh, against a Wake Forest team that historically has not been very good. I think that's an easy play here. So our first two half unit bets, Ohio State 24 and a half and Florida State four and a half. Next, we'll look at our full unit plays. Uh, and, and this first one is going to be the one that I haven't yet placed. Uh, waiting for the line to get a little bit better. But Penn State minus five will probably be the official play if the line doesn't move before Saturday morning. Um, I would like them up to six, but I'm hoping to get it at four and a half. Not that that number is not a critical number by any means, but just waiting because if it goes to five and a half, uh, that's not a problem either. Uh, this will probably be the best game. Bo Nix coming to um, Happy Valley. Bo Nix doesn't do too well in big-time games. As much as a lot of people want Bo Nix to be good, he struggles in big spots like this, and Happy Valley is not going to be an easy play place to play this weekend. Whiteout coming. Um, I mean, ask Wisconsin how, how hard it is coming to Happy Valley and win. This Penn State team is for real. So I'm going to take Penn State to beat the SEC, um, land the five, uh, four and a half, five and a half, whatever that line ends up at, I will be taking Penn State to win this game. Um, again, best game of the weekend coming right here. The last full unit bet that we have in, I'm probably going to lay maybe two, three units on this one. I think this is the steal of the week, and that's going to be Cincinnati three and a half against Indiana. Uh, this is an insulting line for Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is a legitimate top five program this year. And they're playing a, a weak Indiana team. They lost a 30 to Iowa. I think Cincinnati's just as good as Iowa. Um, and then they beat Idaho. I mean, not not too many uh, impressive plays here from Indiana. Um, and I would bet Cincinnati all the way up to six, uh, maybe even looking for an alternate line of seven, seven and a half. I think that Cincinnati, if they win out, they'll have beaten Indiana and Notre Dame, a couple good resume builders. Um, and they should be a legitimate team to look at a uh, college football playoff spot uh, if they go undefeated. Uh, they have a top 15 defense, and they're they're looking ahead to Notre Dame next week. I think they're looking to put out an impressive performance to put Notre Dame on notice for next weekend. Uh, so Cincinnati 3.5, I think that one will be the easiest bet of the weekend. And you never want to say that. I'm knocking on wood right now. But Cincinnati... Minus three and a half is my play for um, is my probably my favorite play of the weekend. The next one that we post is the parlay, uh, and those all have to be at least three teams and plus one fifty uh, or better. And we're gonna look at Arizona State, USC, and Utah. Um, we're gonna start with Arizona State. They're playing uh, BYU this week. Uh, Arizona State's well coached, but BYU and, and BYU is going to be an emotional team coming in. They're looking at transferring over to the Pac-12, coming off the emotion uh, of winning the Holy War for the first time in, I think, nine years. So I think Arizona State here keeps keeps the BYU quarterback at bay, um, and they're going to win a close game here. I, that three-and-a-half-point line is, is tough. Um so I'm not laying. That's why ASU is not one of my half or full unit plays, but I think they do enough to win the game. Um, so that's going to be the first leg. Leg number two is USC playing Wazoo. 
And we all know that USC had a terrible loss last week. Coach is fired. Uh, so a lot of controversy uh, and a lot of stuff swirling around that program right now. And I think that's why we get this line at a bargain. Uh, I think they're a six or seven point favorite this week. And I think USC is going to win by double digits. They got a statement to make. Uh, and, and playing them just to win is a good play. And then the last one is Utah, who is the flip side of that BYU. And for the opposite reasons uh, for why I'm not taking BYU is why I'm going to take Utah. They had that emotional loss, but it was a close game in the rain, rivalry week on the road. Um, this Utah team is good. And going down to San Diego where it's going to be sunny, uh, I think they are going to be able to take care of business uh, against, um, against San Diego State. The next play we have is the dog play of the week. Uh, and, and we're going to look at Charlotte this week. They're a four-point dog uh, against Georgia State. Uh, Georgia State has played two solid teams. Uh, they lost to North Carolina and Army both pretty badly. They were favorited against Army. Uh, I think Army is better than people thought in the preseason. So Charlotte, they beat Duke early in the year by three. I think this is a game that that Charlotte should cover, and this is the best value I saw of any underdog team, the most likely team to win this week. There's a couple smaller spreads, but a plus 150. Charlotte going down to Georgia I think is a good play. The Charlotte football team is okay. Uh, watch them against Duke. I think Duke is is not a great football team, but Georgia State has looked worse. So look for Charlotte, the 49ers, to upset uh, Georgia State this week. Last college football play we have uh, is going to be the Mad Hatter's lock of the week. The Mad Hatter, 0-2 so far this year. So he's laying down two bets this week, trying to get out of the hole before he becomes the guy that you just fade blindly. Uh, And his lock of the week is Michigan State, 6.5 over Miami. Miami has struggled this year. They have not looked good. They were horrendous against a, a great Alabama team. And then close with Appalachia State, who's a good program. But Michigan State, I believe they're 2-0 coming into this game. They they are a force to be reckoned with this year. They're trying to have a rebound uh, season. So look for Michigan State as the Mad Hatter, the uh, lock of the week. Uh, Michigan State, 6.5, lock it in there for the Mad Hatter. We'll move on now to the NFL. And we'll start with the Mad Hatter's lock of the week. Uh, like I said, 0-2. Hopefully he'll be 1-2 coming in to this game. And that's going to be the Chiefs minus 3.5, the Sunday night football game. Uh, if you have been following closely, you know that we have the new primetime plays of the week. So we'll have more on that on Instagram uh, Sunday. But Lamar Jackson has not beat Patrick Mahomes. And, and the Ravens look very shaky last week against the Raiders. And, and a lot of people know I'm very high on the Raiders this year. Uh, but there's no reason they should have lost that game, uh, especially uh, Lamar fumbles twice. After they get that goal line stand, the touchdown, no touchdown, interception, Lamar's got to be better on offense, and he just doesn't have the offensive weapons he needs. Uh, Mark Andrews was pathetic, uh, and until Lamar proves that he can beat Patrick Mahomes, we'll take the Chiefs all day. Mad Hatter, Chiefs minus 3.5, lock it in. Now let's move into our half unit plays. The first one we're going to lay is the Dolphins three and a half. Uh, They were the dog play of the week 
uh, last year when or last week when they went to Foxborough, and they obviously won 17-16, a late fumble. And, and the reason I like this play is 90% of the money is on the Bills minus three and a half. And that's there's probably a good reason for that. The Bills need a bounce back win after losing to the Steelers. And the Dolphins may come back with a, a post-Foxborough hangover. They don't win in Foxborough very often. And now the Patriots had Tom Brady for several years, so maybe that trend will change. Uh, but this is going to probably be a close game, uh, and it'll probably be um, coming down to one of the final possessions. So having three and a half in the back pocket is is going to be key for me. Uh, the defense for the Dolphins is elite. Offense just good enough to hang in with the uh, Bills. Bills are a very good football team. I don't think last week was a good indication of how good they can be. But in a close game, uh, I'm going to take the three and a half points for the Dolphins. Uh to cover this spread. Uh, next, we got the Cowboys three and a half, and one hundred percent, one thousand percent. This is the public play. Uh, I believe ninety. Let's let's pull this up. I don't want to misspeak here. With the Cowboys, we've got seventy four percent of the seventy four percent of the money, seventy percent of the tickets are on the uh, Cowboys three and a half um, this week. But if you look, 89, yeah, 89% of the tickets, 96% of the money on the Cowboys money line. So 100% we're following the public on this one. Um, Dak Prescott looks great. I was at that Bucks cowboys game, and the offense looked pretty good. Zeke was held in check, but... Uh, that was probably the game plan against an elite Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. This game will be a shootout. Uh, over 55.5 is probably a good play. Again, another public play. Um, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, it's going to be a great matchup um, in the 4 o'clock slot. Uh, and I think this is a game the Cowboys could win. Um, so we're going to take the 3.5 for this one. Uh, just, just how good the Cowboys looked in the preseason. I think they were... A team with high expectations, and I think they will meet them this year. Now moving on to the full unit bets. We're going to look at the Raiders, six and a half. They're catching six and a half in Pittsburgh this week. Uh, and these are probably two of the most disrespected teams coming into the season. And they both pulled off big wins. I think the Raiders were four and a half point dogs, and the Steelers were six six and a half point dogs in Buffalo. Um, but I'm riding shotgun in the car car. Uh, that was a terrible pun. Uh, that's what my notes say. Um, riding with this one. Six and a half is too much uh, for this Raiders def- uh, Raiders offense. This is going to be a game of great offense versus great defense and okay offense versus okay defense. Uh, the Steelers offense is o- just okay. Uh, so looking at this one as a game that's going to be close, um, and I think this game is decided by less than a touchdown. Um so I think the six and a half is too much. Uh, I think this game ends in three or four um, points in the differential either way. Um, now, what could be what a lot of people could be thinking with these this Raiders team, emotional win at home, uh, roller coaster of a win. Uh, but Derek Carr is too good. John Gruden's too good. Uh, two of the better coaches in football. Tomlin, absolutely a top three coach in football. And I think Gruden's a top 10 coach in football. So I don't expect either of these teams 
uh, to come come into this one slow and riding high on last week's win. They both know that's just one win in a 17-game season now. Um, Raiders six and a half, too much, too much to be given this Raiders team. Uh, so we'll take the Raiders with the points. Now, as much as I love the Cincinnati three and a half, it rivals this 49ers uh, Eagles line. The the 49ers laying three points here, and don't let them blowing their big lead fool you this year. Uh, there are a lot of fluke plays in that Lions game uh, that kept it as close as it was, a two-point conversion to help them cover the spread. Uh, look for the coach of the Lions to be in, uh, most likely to go for two to cover the spread. Um, so don't don't let that fool you there. And the Eagles blew out the Falcons, but I think that proves that I was wrong about the Falcons, and a lot of people were wrong about the Falcons. Not that we were wrong about the Eagles. Uh, this 49ers defense is going to eat Jalen Hurts alive this week. Um, several turnovers come in for this Eagles team. Um, and I think the 49ers are going to win easily. Um, and I, I think they're they. I think this game should be closer to five and a half, six points for a spread. So taking them at three, it was three and a half earlier. Now it's three. Um, absolutely, I'm taking the the 49ers to win this game. Um, and the money is about equal, about 58% of the tickets, but 64% of the money is on the 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to win this game uh, handedly. Now let's look at the dog play for the NFL. And this is going to go, we're going to look at the Colts. Uh, plus 160 uh, over the Rams this week. Uh, Colts catching three and a half. And I think Wentz is going to have a big week. Um, they can't start 0-2. It's going to make Wentz look really, really bad. Uh, so we're going to take the Colts to upset the Rams this week. Uh, I, I think the Bears are not as good as I thought or as good as I hoped that they would be. Um, so this could be a letdown spot for the Rams. Uh, and I believe they're in Indy, so... Uh, Colts catching three and a half points, taking them to upset the Rams, plus 160. Next, we're going to look at the parlay. Um, and I know I said that it has to be three legs, plus 150. That's actually not going to be the case here because uh, we were close on a two-leg parlay. Um, and I already had a lot of the, the close spreads were already laid in picks. Uh, I didn't want to correlate it too, too much. Um, so I only went with two teams, but it's plus 140, and that's going to be the Saints and the Chiefs, both money line. The Saints defense is for real. Um, they were, they had very low expectations coming into the year, walk into Jacksonville and blow out Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Um, and, and I don't know why this spread so short. Uh, the, the Panthers beat the Jets, I think by like six, um, and I think the Jets are really bad. So this spread should be a little bit higher. I think the Saints are about minus 170 on the money line. So we are going to take the Saints there. And then the Chiefs, obviously, I talked about with the Mad Hatter lock. Um, if the three and a half doesn't cover, absolutely we'll take Patrick Mahomes to beat Lamar Jackson until he proves that he can do it. Um, so that's our parlay, Saints-Chiefs, plus 140. Uh, please don't don't yell at me for changing the rules uh, mid podcast. Uh, normally it is going to be three at plus one fifty or better. I just couldn't find a uh, a three team that would that would push it um, that wasn't too correlated on other plays. 
Um, and, and that's going to move us into our last play of the week. It's going to be the Polly Walnuts teaser of the week. Uh, and that's going to start with the Patriots, who are six-point favorite against the Jets. I already talked about the Jets were not a good team. Mac Jones is the real deal. If you're a Patriots fan, you should be excited about this kid leading your team. Uh, so we're going to take them. Uh, teasing at six uh, six points. Uh, I think the official play might be a seven-point teaser, but I played it at six, uh, which which makes it a uh, basically a money line win for the Patriots. Number two, you've got the Raiders plus 12 and a half. Uh, we already talked about that game. I think it's going to be close. So teasing that up to 12 and a half, easy money. Um, and actually, this is a seven-point teaser. I was mistaken. So it's actually Patriots plus one, Raiders plus 13 and a half. And then the last one's going to be the Broncos on the money line. They play the Jaguars. Uh, the Broncos were impressive. And I think Thursday night we saw that the, the Giants aren't, aren't as bad as people think they are. Uh, with that close win, they should have won. A, a stupid offsides penalty causes them to fall to 0-2. Uh, and the Jaguars just are not not good. They lost to Houston last week. Um, and Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, has been in a, a quality starter, a top 15, top 20 starter easily. Uh, injuries, bad situations have just knocked him from place to place. Uh, but he's found a home in Denver. I think they win this one pretty easily. I might even uh, personally play Broncos minus six, but at a minimum, we'll take them um, in the teaser here. Uh, so that's going to be plus 150, seven-point teaser, Patriots, Raiders, Broncos. Um, and that's going to conclude uh, the podcast for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And check out our Instagram, Chop Shop Sports, Chop Shop Bets, and follow us on Twitter, Chop Shop Sports 1. Uh, for more plays, daily plays, uh, etc. And we will be back next week uh, with more plays.